much longer do you think he's got to go? I don't know, man. Like, are we just gonna are we gonna start? With I him? watched it last night like a good boy. I watched it last night like a so good. So did boy. I. So did I. I, mean, I don't know. If I, I don't know, man. Just, he never just, wait, wait. Do you hear that? What? Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh fuck off! No fuck! Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Oh my God, that's a that's a good dance you're doing there, Oliver. Is that a dance, or is he just throwing his phone around like a fucking maniac? <laughs> this is gonna sound atrocious. This is gonna sound so bad. Get back in the fucking room Why and are sit you walking down. Away, we gotta fucking talk close the door, sit down, and we're doing this goddamn podcast. Here comes up. Here comes up. Ready or not. Blood. Blood. Hey there, Sand friends, and welcome to the Adam Sandbox, the only podcast that Gwyneth Paltrow claims can cause autism. This week, we watched the December 2012 event that the Aztecs warned us about. Our big, beautiful boy got a taste for blood and quit his mall copping job to pursue a career in beating up tattooed hard boys for money. We watched Here Comes the Blood. Ready or not. I also have an alternative title this week, the thing Luke started doing. It's called School of Rocky. Ooh, very good. Yeah. That's a real good one. Yeah. I'm your Sandbox like Nation citizenship teacher, Chris. I'm a delightful music teacher. I'm Luke. I I really don't have anything prepared I for was this. late. I'm Oliver. Really? You this pre- is, you this prepared- is genuinely your you- classic Oliver thing where you know, it's hang like, on, hang you on. prepared that fucked intro. stupid bullshit intro. And you didn't prepare- the Intro music, and you didn't prepare- you know this happens every week. Yeah, man. Yeah. And to be fair, I didn't prepare either. I just went, oh, okay, I guess I should think of something about five seconds I was going to say... He watched the movie. I was going to say that I was Henry Luigla too, and then you... And you couldn't think of any other characters in the movie I'm, that you it, literally I'm, just finished watching. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm Joe Rogan. I'm Joe Rogan. Sure. Okay. Is that good enough, Luke? You know what? It'll do. Is it? Okay. Who are you? Uh, um, I am a... Uh, I'm a, I'm a loving husband of many kids who also uh, runs the, the father's painting business, but I really, deep down, I want to be a chef. Oh, you're uh, Gary Valentine. I'm, I'm Morgan, Bloody a.k.a. Gary, Gary Valentine. Valentine. Top shit. Hey, let's start this how we do every week, boys. Uh, I It's been, I'm going to say, 24 hours since I watched this movie. Luke, yeah. how long has it been since you watched the movie? Uh, probably about 24 hours, too, yeah, because well, the yeah. time we're recording now, because we you know it's, it's relatively late, so yeah, probably finished watching about 24 hours ago. Morgan, how about you? Uh, over 24 hours ago. Oh, yeah. it's been bloody, like, two minutes for me. I I like watching the movies with a good amount of time in advance. Definitely more than two minutes because we spent a lot more time planning that intro. No, than we should. Yeah, I hey guys, was... guys, you know that you know that flawless introduction that we I... no doubt pulled off perfectly. We spent a significant amount of time planning that, no, considering the execution. It was, about, it was about two minutes. And oh boy, um, we we planned to record only about oh, two two and a half hours ago. Yeah, that was the plan. I think we planned to record. A- about now. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, got, yeah, a, got a little bit of a revelation for you. I fucking loved this Dude, movie. Dude, I, I loved this I movie. I loved this movie. Loved this movie. So Holy good. shit, we all loved it. We all had a great time. Morgan and I were talking about it at the gym this morning, and I was like, hard to say with Oliver. Could go either way. I reckon Chris won't, because Chris usually doesn't. But, like... I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I'm not counting Hotel Transylvania because it's sort of different. Mm. But this is the most invested I've been in one of these movies for ages. I fucking, I like, you know, I'm sort of on my phone usually. That whole last fight, 
I was like edging my seat. Oh. I felt oh. it in my stomach. Like yeah. I was like, fuck, this is this was so good. Guys, I had I did a whole drawing for it. I had a whole an ooh. It's like a it's like a lowercase o and then an uppercase o moment where like you have it with other movies. I've never had it with any of these movies where you're kind of like you kind of like you're in yeah. your, you're in your stomach. About I it and, felt it, and you just like hold your breath a bit. You kind of like, like oh, and that? then you go oh, and your mouth gets real big. It's the it's the lowercase o. The, I'm I'm coining that right now. Nobody so nobody it, it fucking went, take that. So no, but just, it, genuinely, I had that moment with this. Um, and it was fantastic. Did we it's the only moment I've ever had. It went from like I've got to watch another one of these movies, and then I was like. Oh, oh shit! I'm I'm genuinely enjoying we, this. So is it because it's a good movie, invested. or did we all just discover that we like UFC? A uh, bit of both. Bit no, of both. No, I, <laughs> like I, you're dressed like a UFC fighter. I don't know that right I would. That was watch. not intentional. <laughs> no, but the build of this movie no, it is is good, and it's also okay. I think there's a few things to it. First of all, I think I need to accept the fact that I like Kevin James more than Adam Sandler. That's yes, just I'll I think that's just a fact Guys, at this point that we can accept. I've 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 already posited this quite recently that we should just stop doing this podcast. I, this is. Je- like the Kevin, what would uh, it hang be? on, it's the, it's the Kevin James. It's the Kevin James gang. Kevin James gang. And it's Kevin Adam James. Ta- it's Kevin James Town. Let's just start the Kevin James. You know Town. what? If we, the I Kevin mean, James Town I mean, massacre? I don't know that we want to draw uh, comparisons to like early colonial <laughs> American Brian Jones God Town West. massacre. But like, maybe we don't want to do that. I just, but think, <laughs> I know, like, I don't think Adam ever has this, but I really feel like Kevin's heart is always in. I it. just, oh, yeah, no, his heart I, and soul and is in it. And the thing is, okay, that's the thing. I just feel there it, are man. absolutely some parts of this movie. I felt the love story was a li- okay. I felt it was a little bit like, uh, but at the, like it was very obvious. But at the same time, if you step back and think about it, this is a dude who like. Had always seemed a bit shitty, and then like went all out, like punished himself physically. We should probably talk about what this movie is actually about. Punished himself physically to do the right thing for like the kids. He reinvigorated his mm. love of teaching, which yeah. is and, and and like it's like you know what? I kind of get why Selma Hayek could be into that. Yeah, no, mm. it's it. I I, I wrote. That I want to fuck him. I wrote that down as a note. I was like, the idea that this movie has taken me from the idea of like if you. Uh, initially posited me with the idea of a movie where like, Kevin James is with Selma Hayek, I'd be like, get fucked. That's that's crazy <laughs> okay. as an idea. And then as the movie progresses, it's like, no, that is, that is like, it, it does it very well. But to be fair, if you, and, and I'll say this because this was helpful, if you posited to me, oh yeah, it's a movie where Kevin James becomes a professional MMA fighter, I'd be like, get fucked. And yet... I was on board. Dude, he's stocky. Dude, no, I, I actually wrote several times. It's like, Kevin James had a big drink no, at some point. Uh, yeah. yeah. I wrote, he's fat but muscular. He's like, oh. he's bulky as heck. He looks strong. Well, and they set it up well in the Dude movie. Dude, he's strong. It is literally, Luke and I, okay, Luke and I recently went to see Nick Cody in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yes. Uh, and he Shut talks. And he let's, talk- let's let's plug his show now that the comedy festival is well and truly yeah, over. Yeah, now that you can't go to it anymore. No, but, it was great though. But he plugged did you, himself. Did you, go, did, you, did you and your friend Tommy Dasselow go? <laughs> Can we fucking not do this every week? <laughs> but he plugs himself as a guy that was good at sports in high school and is now and has not played sports since. Not done any sports since, but he's clearly got the body of somebody that's like. That's into that, that was good of, at sports in high school. And exactly, that is into that kind of physical activity, and that's exactly what we're talking about with Kevin James. Except we're talking like huge, stocky wrestling man, and it's and that's the thing. And you look at it, but it's like guys, like okay, a lot of guys you see in like professional wrestling or the UFC or boxers, like they're, they're often, you know, they can be pretty like jacked or whatever. But then you see, like, there are plenty of them that are also just big, stocky dudes. It's like yeah, because yeah, that is also a like makes sense as a body type as long mm. as you are not. 
as long as you are physically fit, it's okay to have like that mass. Yes. And, and in it, fact, if you've ever seen like a power lifter, those motherfuckers are fat as hell. Well, it's like the sumo thing. At a certain point, you can't, you have a crazy center of mass and you are hard to push over. And like a lot of this movie. Uh, deals with the idea of like different positions and like how well he fares, like sex, how, offense, how, defense, how well he fares in different <laughs> like positions. And if you are like, <laughs> and if you are like a crazy low center of balance, like nobody can push you over, nobody can push, I can you push around. Him over, I can push him over. <laughs> nobody can like put you in those situations. I am. Um, so okay, hey guys, just, do you reckon? You want to do? Do you guys yeah. reckon that Anne could push him over? <laughs> uh, I mean, I know I can push Anne over. We should do. Some she's broad- like. Huh? She's like. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Egg? But, um, no, but I just want to say, okay, do some so, broad strokes, so this right? movie, so this movie is, uh, uh, Paul Blart is a teacher. I sort of, at first, like, you know, why is he still a teacher if he hates it? It's like, oh, well, he clearly has tenure because he says that he won teacher of the year 10 years ago. So that's 10 years, tenure. That's how that works. Yeah. Uh, he got tenure. Anyway, so he's, he sort of lost his passion for teaching. He's just going through the motions. Uh, he finds out the school is in some serious financial trouble. You're going to notice that I put some actual, like, I actually explained this movie because I care about the plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, f- the school is in a bit of financial strife. They need to raise forty-eight thousand dollars. Forty-eight thousand. Uh, Man, you wrote down some real figures. I didn't no, write that's, this down. That's I did not save, write this down. Wow, that's, to save that's the music- from the noggin. They weren't going to do that. They were just going to cut the music program. Just but like then the they were movies. like, yes. we "Well, they need to raise to that write, money." Yeah, they basically, they were going to make some budget then, cuts, which includes cutting. Dickhead. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. So it includes cutting the music program, which Henry Winkler is the teacher for, oh, and he it's just always delightful. So but he is especially delightful in this. I think. I know. I want to. I want to stop, Luke. I fucking. Love Henry Winkler. Yeah, I mean, he's lovable, but seriously, who leaves fucking homemade uh, jam in the back of a car? Uh, applesauce, thank applesauce you very much. In the we, back are, of a car. we are probably going to get to but, this. But, um, no, he's so, hey, guys, so, he's getting pretty old now. More like Henry Winkler. Winkler. Good one. Uh, so Greg German, if he wants the to water that plays the principal, he's one of he's a that guy. He's in heaps oh, of stuff. He's, for sure he's always a dickhead. He's always a dickhead in everything yeah, that he's yeah, in. Yeah. If he anyway, has too much to drink, he's, he's a like Henry Tinkler. Yeah, good. Uh, that's probably going to happen to me at some point in this recording. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm uh, four siders in, and i got two that to is, go. That is a, a, a reasonable disclaimer to anybody that's listening to this. All of us have been drinking tonight. I haven't. I'm fine. Okay, Luke. Well, you said all of us. Do you want me to pull your fucking hood over your head? I think I'm out of Winkler jokes. That's um, good. I want to keep talking about the does, movie that I like. If he does a big do fart, you want to do that, Luke? Do you want to do that? I'll see, man. So, uh... He says, you know, in order to hey, save... you can music- come up with another one if you just have a bit of a Henry Thinkler. <laughs> Fucking hell. But those aren't <laughs> real words, though. That's puns, man. You do, what you, <sighs> you do what you can. So to save the music program and the school and stuff, he has to raise $48,000. Uh, he starts teaching, like, night classes for citizenship stuff, which is something he used to do. And through that, he meets... Uh, Nico. He meets uh, yeah, uh, Nico, who Want to go bowling? is great. No, Nico, Nico, who my first note is... Very large man, and that makes sense because he's a former boxer. Uh, he and he teaches like MMA and stuff. He teaches MMA and jazz and street spin fight. class. And uh, yeah, he, oh, he was like, cool. I did write down what the name of that class was. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, he. I should have written it down because I wanted to take it uh, as a class. Sorry, I can't find. Oh yeah, uh, disco street fighting. <laughs> disco street fighting. Oh boy. Of course. So anyway. Um, he, so, and, you know, basically it comes to Paul's attention that, uh, he could, we're going to keep calling him Paul Blatt, aren't we? Like, that's, that's a, I mean, that's his name. I, I don't remember his actual name. That's who the character is. Yeah, it's Paul Blatt. Uh, I do remember his actual name, but it's Paul Blatt. Um, because I remember this movie well, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, anyway, so, you know, he finds out he can make a lot of money even if he loses at MMA. So he sort of gets into that. He starts training up, um, he sort of, he become he ends up getting to UFC level, which 
is a Thanks little, a little it's, a, it's hard to believe, but I'm willing to allow it because it's just, he's just likable and I like it. Yeah, and like wh- when you add the story into the mix of he's a teacher trying to save the music class, like that adds something to it. And so, oh. and he realizes, but it, well, the thing is, and the, the crux of it is he real. so he goes to, he's like, well, the UFC, even if I lose, I get like 10 grand. If you win, you get like 50, but he's like, even if I lose, I get 10 grand, I can still save the school. And then, uh-oh, the guy who was doing the accounts and stuff at the school was embezzling it. He was like that whole thing where he's like on your side, but then he had like a real is creepy that, vibe. Yeah, it was is, that, is that who that was? Because I, that, yeah. that, that was my main question, is that my immediate go-to when they said this guy was embezzling, I was like, is that the dickhead principal? No, it was the fine. The they other said guy. vice principal. And that was it was the yeah. guy who okay. was literally giving his money so, yeah, to him. That so, makes so he took everything, which meant, and immediately it's like, oh, okay, so the stakes are... He needs to win now to save the school. Yes. So he needs to win his first ever UFC bout against a guy who has never lost. A guy whose nickname is the um, Executioner. Yes. Executioner. And my notes at the at that scene, they transit these are the notes as follows. Uh he cannot possibly win this. It defies all logic. He's just trying not to die. My next note, I really do want him to win though. <laughs> my next note, I don't care that this is unbelievable. I am genuinely into this. My next note in all caps. Fuck yeah! But this is the thing, and it's the thing the movie. I love that he earned that guy's respect. Often so have a hard time yeah. bridging is that idea between like the movie logic of things. Like I'm willing to believe movie logic, but yeah. in a lot of these movies but- that we watch. The bridge is too much. Well, I think the issue. This it does it quite. It's nicely. not even that. I think that it's you are willing to suspend your disbelief further. When the movie, pre- even if it is unbelievable, if the movie presents it to you in a way where it's like, you are I'm enjoying myself enough, yes. yeah, and I'm enjoying it enough that I'm willing to make that leap. Well, I would like to make a, like, a thing, having watched the movie very recently, some notes that I made down, in terms of, like, I've made this argument before that Adam Sandler's characters present themselves as being too, kind of like, too Perfect. successful. Um, well, like and too faultless. To like be fair, he said, it, like literally. Well, to be fair, I no, didn't. When I, I, I just want to say this. It was 48, 48 minutes into this movie is the first time that he knocks out anyone. He is forty eight minutes. He's not a, good to begin. He's the first. Well, time like, even, and you like, see him get better. And it's not like instantly for, he's winning fights. Even in the transition, he's forty eight minutes before he is remotely successful as a UFC fighter, and that's a fantastic way to explain how this movie takes you through the process of this character rather than how the movies we normally watch I, might do that. I still mm. do think that, like, he got like he got better very, very quickly. Whereas if it was a, an Adam Sandler starring role, it, the opening scene would be, I'm the best UFC fighter in Hollywood. Or, exactly. or, you're talking or would be, like, that is and you like, just pissed me off, so I'm just, going to break your legs. You just pissed me off, I'm going to knock you out. Because I do just whatever it, it up is and he's do. like, oh, I'm good at this. I'm Adam the Executioner Sandler. Yeah, he'd be the other guy. Um, yeah, and it's, exactly. Uh, and to be fair, like one of my first notes was that that Paul Blart was not likable in this because to begin with, he's not. He's it's a kind of he's a dickhead. But the whole point is like this is one of those movies where it's like, oh, but you've taken a character that's not that likable and completely redeemed him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like a character arc that kind of makes sense. Yeah, unlike yeah. character arc where you're presented <laughs> you with, know, oh, here's like a movie. Here's two characters. No, but here's let's take oh I don't know Jack and Jill for example. Here's two characters. <laughs> one of them is supposedly likable from the beginning. And the other one is just completely unlikable. And, oh, let's maybe make it so that the, the likable one that you relate to more is actually being a bit shitty to, to the unlikable one. And you're no, nah, the end result was just like, they're both garbage. 
Um, whereas this movie yeah. is like, look, he's not that likable, but in a believable way, he read like you, <laughs> MMA helps him rediscover his love of teaching. You know what's disappointing? It, yeah, it's it is pretty ridiculous. I I don't. People probably haven't seen this movie. Yeah, no, well, dude, to be fair, That's, we were like, oh, God, here we yeah. go. Another fucking Kevin People James movie. People should watch this movie. I actually have a crazy thing to say to you guys about the idea of watching this movie. Okay. Because so- we didn't want to tell you as well, because we had already all talked we talked about the fact that it's like we all love this movie, but we, we don't tell Oliver. We don't want to colour his opinion before he actually watches it. Okay. Up to, you know, the second meeting that they have where it, nobody attends it. Yeah. And yeah. they are trying to figure out a way to save yeah. the music program. I had seen this movie. Genuinely, I'm pretty sure, Luke, yeah. I was staying over at Dad's house at one point, yeah. and Dad, as he flips around just yeah. his Netflix, been... his general TV, he was on this movie, and I was like, I don't know what- I don't But know see, what... up to that point, I wasn't really into it. I didn't it's... get invested until after that. Yeah, this, as soon thing. as that came up, I'm like, oh, there's a exactly. dance I'd the forgotten, I'd cool. forgotten that I'd watched this movie, but that was about, about 25 minutes in, and I had seen- all of this movie so yeah. far, like that, blew me away that I had seen that amount of this, this movie. <laughs> but you would see right before it actually starts to become like it, you, exactly. you get invested when he. It's like, oh, he's going to become an MMA fighter. I hadn't seen How pun- believable! And they do it in a way oh. like he gets the shit beaten. Oh, out I hadn't seen yeah. it. I hadn't seen him get punched at all. He vomits on a guy. Yeah, man. But that that was because that was the of, bad applesauce. Apple yeah. Uh, man, as soon, when he vomited oh. on the guy, I was like, fucking Adam Sandler movie. Was that- not into it? No, but gay. Thing though, this movie actually of like there were very few like lowest common denominator oh, gags. This I, movie was not a gag fest; it was pretty hard. I immediately have to re- uh, correct myself. Past that point, literally, if you want to blow right through that point, all the way through to when he's talking to Gary Valentine, and then when he does like he does like the dunk, and then he's talking to Gary Valentine. I'd seen like so much of this movie. <laughs> And literally completely forgotten about it. Oh, so what you're saying is we probably could have started this recording maybe an hour earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> literally, you probably could have uh, you probably could have given me an hour and I could have watched the last hour of this movie I hadn't seen. Hey guys, but, oh, okay. Yeah, so just wanted to touch on that thing Chris said, the vomiting and like that being like a moment of comedy that took him out. I liked it because like. Like my first, it was really... more justified by context, I think, than most of the well, things like, also, like in like, these kind of movies. My first session when I started training at the gym for the first time, mm. I felt like shit. Yeah, I wanted dude. to vomit. It's, it's like hard, it's yeah, like man. if yeah, you're dude. getting the shit beat out of you by a professional, like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. Like it, he would have no, vomited. Like he didn't have oh. to vomit on the guy's head. I mean, that guy yeah. sucked. That guy was when I was that was the only moment of like broad comedy. That was like the main thing. that I noted this. Like these movies are usually like crazy. When I was first stupid broad comedy. When I was first. Any of that. Getting fit when I was like running every day. Sometimes I get back from my run and I'd have a little bit of a vomit, little cheeky spew. Yeah, a little cheeky spew. Oh fuck you, Oliver. <laughs> Oliver's farted. Oh, Say, so, hey, speaking of that guy that he vomits on, though. Speaking of bro, comedy. I want to fucking St. Patrick. No, I want to talk about. Um, I would like to talk about uh the titular boom <laughs> by POD, <laughs> otherwise known as. Payable think, on death. That's one of those. I think, I think we've covered that pretty no, no, well. No, 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 no. I think we've covered that pretty well at this no, 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 point. No, 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 no. That's one of those. I would like to talk a little bit about POD. Uh, it, it's an acronym for uh, Payable on Death. Sure. They are a Christian metal band. I was aware of that, yes. Yeah, uh, which is just like, oh, okay. Um, uh, so that was his intro music. And then it was like, and then there was a thing where it's like, oh, another guy uses it. It's like, God, it is just. It is, it is just shocking that multiple MMA fighters use that shitty POD song. 
just truly shocking. The most like ever made intro song that I can think of, probably. It's on uh, uh, Papa Roach. That one song, you know the one. Cut my life into pieces. That's the one. Last (laughs) Last resort. resort. Yeah. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. It's, um, it's that or here comes the boom. It's not, it's not an irregular song, though, for like a person that's like, hey, I'm about to punch the shit out of you. <laughs> well, that's why Henry Winkler's song yeah, so choice was do, such a revelation. They do the, uh, the Neil Diamond song, uh, which is like, this is not really an intro song, but it does build up to a, del- a lovely scene where all of the kids in the music class play it live at the UFC. And it actually sounds great. Dude, yeah. that, like, yeah, it's and awesome. It, and it's, it's not like a get pumped up. It's like a, like just a really nice moment where it's he's self-affirming. Like, I have thing. built up to this so like so much, and it's just like, and he, here we are. And they did build up. This is the thing; they earned it. They built yes, up. Yes, they it. really did. I feel earn it. Like it's still as unbelievable as it is. They had established that he could take a god. He had good but, defense. But he could take a beating. In terms of the character building that this movie has that other movies don't, the thing that I liked the most is the scene between Malia, which is the girl yes. that um. She's like the like a straight A student in his class. She's like yeah. she's the one student that cares in his biology class. She's a very nice singer. Has a very beautiful. And voice. then mm. and there's this scene where it's on the bleachers with he, her and Nico. Yeah, she's teaching him. Great. And, and like and this is the thing. This is the thing that I love about movies when they're able to take two characters that you wouldn't think you could put in a scene together, and they put them in a scene together, and they find a way to make it work, and it works. Yeah, it'd be better though if they were both female. Hey guys. I'm pretty sure this movie doesn't pass the Who Bechdel cares? test. Who cares? It's uh, great. No, I just wanted to, I just wanted to shoot any while I could. Um, you know, it, it's a good movie. Um, I yeah, I don't think that it does. Uh, but I would still say it is far less egregious than some movies that have in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't really have many female characters. Look, it's just it's that's a, why I thought I'd get it out of the way now. No, it does. So, yes, summer, there are there are no like there are women obviously women MMA fighters. None in this movie. So, no. you know, and, and it kind of, you don't really, to be fair, I wouldn't want to see him beating up a chick. So, you but know, would that's probably, you, that's probably but for the best. Wouldn't it be great if he got beat up by Ronda Rousey? That'd be pretty good. Yeah, that would no, be pretty good. No, if the end of this movie is literally he gets beat up by Ronda Rousey and like, yeah, Ronda Rousey's tough. And he's like, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get beat up rule. by Ronda Rousey. Hey, guys. What? Starting with Morgan. Hey, what what would your intro song be? Ah, oh, damn it. I was expecting this, but we passed it. Oh, think yeah. Um, uh, come back to me, I think. No, no, it, no, it's Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Never mind. Of course <laughs> it is. Look at all the fucking Iron Man posters in this room. What? There's like two. One, two. There's a, a, you're not looking at the ones behind you, are you? I, there's, Iron Man's on a bunch of posters in this room. There's, there's only two for them. an Iron Man movie. He's on several of the posters in this room. Some of them he's not even wearing well, clothes. Chris, you put the quick. What would, uh, what would your yeah, what intro be? music be? Tusk. Like Fleetwood Mac? Fleetwood Mac. I dig it. I dig it. Bow, 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 bow. Bum, 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 the chain bum, would also be. Don't say that you love me. Hey, Luke, fuck you for taking immediately what my think thought when was immediately after you said Tusk, because I didn't know what I. Um, okay, I guess I guess I'm just gonna pick another song from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two that we've also seen recently. Yeah, it's Tusk. Chris has oh, it. I also no, have no, 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 the chain. Is, the chain is though. It's in the trailer. Um, yeah, it's very briefly in the movie. Um, oh no! It's, yeah. a, it's an extended sequence. It is actually longer than you think. It's just the oh, song. Really? Oh, I don't know if you know the song very well, but like it actually changes quite a bit. Um, yeah. So it might sound like different songs if you don't know it. No, um, no, I would do. I'd do My Sweet Lord. It'd be like a real like. I would also do. Emmett has been listening to My Sweet Lord nonstop lately. Oh, it's a great song. It is. A good I would song. also it's, do. It's, it's almost as good. Show. It's almost as good as that song by Jay and the Americans. 
Do you mean the song? Uh, in a little cafe. On the... I'm not going to sing the whole okay, song. Okay, sure. I'm not going to do that. My intro music, well, I mean, I feel like I'm not Irish enough to pull it up, but shipping up to Boston would be a oh, fucking good. Oh, that'd be really good. Yeah, I do shipping up to Boston. I feel like AFL used it I too could, much. That's true. Yeah. I, could, yeah. I, I don't know anything about AFL, but I could try to do that because this is- Me neither. I was on the ads for but like this a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've talked about before, even- Maybe outside the podcast, but as a group, we've talked about like um, people saying you look like a person and it's not justified. Um, people have told me all the time that I look like Conor, like a couple of times, people told me that I look like Conor McGregor, and I was like, "Fuck you, no, 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 I am the softest boy compared to that man." Conor he McGregor, is, he is has a, just a got a long man. beard. He's a tough and boy. He's- He's just got a long red beard. Hey, that, I hey guys. Like, that, I don't want that, you to compare me to him. That football player that people thought you looked like uh, shaved off all his uh, hair and facial hair for charity. So, I okay. guess you don't look like him I think, I'm not going to do that. I think your standard response whenever someone says, hey, you look a bit like Conor McGregor. You got to just say, you're just saying that because of my shredded body. Exactly. No, you're just going to say, cunt, I will fight you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and you they'll are, be like, well, you are like wait, Conor you McGregor. Reckon, <laughs> you reckon? You reckon? I'll fight you. Any- <laughs> Yep. Hey, this movie's about UFC. It makes sense for us to be talking about Conor McGregor. Exactly. Hey, uh, John Turturro's brother's in this movie. Yep. I guy. keep forgetting his first name. I just say it's, I don't it's, know it's, either. He's just John Turturro's brother. He's been brother. In, he's Lil, Lil so Tatura. many of these. Yep. Lil, 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 Lil Turturro. Joe is fucking his, Rogan. Right, is in guys, this is one of his guys, more serious roles. It's, it's canonical now. Lil Turturro. Lil Turturro? All right. Let me into it. I dig that. I dig that. Little tut. Uh, I, I, I honestly, I don't know that I have like a lot to say about this movie because I really enjoyed it. No, um, I have two pages and they are like like large notes, like way larger than I would normally write because I was just watching this movie more often than oh, I would normally. Hey, be. so there's that scene as well when he first like meets that the the sec the trainer that he goes to that teaches him the offensive stuff, well, not offensive, but o- offense as opposed and to they have that lovely defense. dinner. Yeah, uh, but it, the, the the what's he's real religious, which is like I guess that's yeah that's nice. Also, it's to the point where like he and others like they they're quite like you know quite shredded dudes. So it's like oh well, they probably are actually like MMA like fighters or trainers or something because like yeah. you don't just get that shredded and like not do something like that. Yeah. Um, and it would make sense for the context of the movie. I like that. They're eating that lovely dinner, and he's like, I can't lift my arms. It's like, oh, bro, I feel you. I've been there. But then he's like, oh, no, he actually dislocated his arm. And so he has Selma Hayek uh, pull it back into place. And i got to say, as someone who uh, dislocated uh, something, in this case, my pinky finger, and just put it back into place themselves, not a great idea, man. Because, hey, guys, do you want to explain to the... Okay, this is my regular pinky finger. See it? Just looks like a normal finger, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell the audience to deal with my other pinky finger, looks, the one that was dislocated? It looks, it looks pretty fucked up. It's, it's, there's a big old lump and it doesn't hurt at all. And I've had it x-rayed and apparently it's f- totally fine. It's just on the, around the knuckle, like it's just a, f- it's a bit fucked, fucked it's a bit fucked, fucked looking. Yeah. I lo- I did like that as a character thing though. Like the idea that the love interest was, oh, no. uh, was relevant in that way. And it had took the me lo- yes, to longer than I'd like lovely. to admit to realize she wasn't a teacher. She was a nurse. She's a school nurse. Yeah. But it, no, it did actually, it, it, they looked, it made sense. It, it made a lot no, more sense it, than a lot of these things do. It was good. Like it actually, it actually did have the slow build to it. Um, I just saw my note that's, I'm actually quite enjoying this. I lo- and I also love that she'd never done it before. She's like, and Joe also so much fun, Joe yeah. Rogan didn't suck in this. No, he was he, a I nice mean, guy. He had like no. No, lines. but he he got all the kids out for the. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, that bit where he was across. Just, I mean, and he was basically just himself. Like, like, he was actually he didn't say because we really ripped, no, because we hated him in Paul Blart Zookeeper. We, we ripped into him last because time because he was playing a character. Like, what was a dickhead what character? What was his deal in the last one? In I'm, Zookeeper, yeah, he was just an asshole. He was, wasn't he? He was shitbag boyfriend. Yeah, he was a shitbag boyfriend of of Paul Blart's ex in that, and like, and this is where it comes full circle and they make up. Yeah, and now it's like now he's a he's he's a good dude. So obviously, you know, they got along well, and he. But also, it makes sense that Joe Rogan is in a movie about MMA and the UFC. Yes. Because um, he's, like, big into that. Hey, Oliver, you might get this. Uh, there's a point where he's carrying Henry Winkler up some stairs. I was just looking at he's that. He's sat in gum. Yeah. Now, uh, sat in gum, uh, as, a, as another, as a euphemism, is uh, is a thing that I think it's Will Forte's character in the league, yep. where he briefly appears. Uh, he, like, basically, what you do, it's it's a, th- it's a gag. You, you, you pull your scrotum between your legs. Yeah. And so from behind, you're just seeing a bit of scrope popping out. Yeah. And you go, hey, guys, I sat in gum. Yeah. Because it looks a bit like you've sat in some chewing yeah, yeah, gum, yeah. but it's guys, actually your balls. If you're ever wondering, if I'm among friends, maybe what's a way that I can, like, politely. But Show light, them my ball sack. But lightly sexually assault women. <laughs> what you can do is you can pull a bit of your ball sack out. And you can say you sat in gum. Um, and I think you can agree that this is not an unacceptable thing to do. Hey, I got a story that's related to that. Not about no, no, no women involved, but uh, because it involves two previous guests of the show uh, who probably don't want me to tell this story, but I'm going to do we, it anyway. I want everybody, to listen, I want everybody listening to know that I was trying to pull my balls yeah, we could say, forward we could say. so aggressively as I was just saying. That. I'm going to tell this story anyway because I'm pretty sure the person that it uh, reflects worse on doesn't listen to the show where the other one does. So previous guests, and Dylan. Uh, this is a few years back. Uh, we were at a house party. We're all pretty drunk, and I don't remember why it came up, but was just like, "Hey, Dylan, give me a hug." And Dylan was like, "Sure, I'll give you a hug. You're a good friend of mine. We'll give you a hug." So he goes over and gives a hug. Steps back, looks downwards, and we all look down, and just got his balls out through this fly. Yep. So, like, just, that, just the balls, right? Just Not, the balls. Just the balls? Oh, no. Okay. No, hey, let's be clear here. That's a special skill. No, let's but... no, let's be clear here. If he had his whole dick out, that'd be fucked. Yeah. But his balls, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and can't, it, he can't slip them inside anybody. No. And, it, well, I mean, he could try, but, <laughs> like, I don't know, it'd be difficult. <laughs> he could try. I mean, some girls like it if you put the balls in. Okay. And, and I'll admit... <laughs> And like, yeah, Some if there were, if there was a woman that he did that to, that'd also be fucked because it was Dylan. Yeah. It was hilarious. So yeah, that's a thing that happened, and it's relevant because uh, I just wanted to tell that story. I think, it's, guys, I think it's funny. Just in case you guys ever had any like slash fiction that related to our previous guests, there's the little. Stop writing about Claire or Christy. Write about Tim and Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> the real recipients of that. And Emmett. Yeah, I got guys. I want you to write a ton of slash fiction about, about Emmett. Oliver and Emmett. No. No. <laughs> you know what, what that I means, was saying. listeners. You know what that means. No one's going to do it because no one even does it when all we ask them to do is tell us which fucking Game of Thrones character they were Guys, thinking about with a mohawk. which fucking Game of Thrones character are you picturing? We a still don't sorry. know. Like, how hard is it to send us a single message? Literally, all it needs to say is the name of the character and we'll get it. We'll know what it is. In we fact, know. You don't need, you don't have to put a you don't have to put a description of what you're saying. Just the name of a character from Game of Thrones. You can even spell it wrong cuz some of them have some crazy fucking names. Which brings us to this week's television question of the week. Which Westworld character were you imagining in a tap out shirt? <laughs> Ooh. Okay, hang on. Let's have some thinking music moving. Um I Oh, 
Okay. All right, I've got one. Starting with Luke then. All right. Uh, I was thinking of Sir Anthony Hopkins in a tap out shirt. I was oh, thinking that's very good. That's very I was good. thinking of the character that's played by the actor that plays Trevor in GTA Five. That is also in Westworld. <laughs> Stephen Ogg. Yes. Very, very ripped. I want you I want everybody that man, that man could be an MMA fighter. He is in very good but shape. But I want you guys to picture Trevor from GTA wearing a tap out shirt and I think you and would nothing agree else. that it makes perfect sense. And nothing else. Yep. His dick is out for sure and he's hugging Dylan. I don't remember the character's name, but he was the uh, the the head writer guy that didn't like any of the stories and wanted his own narrative. Oh, but the way the oh, one yeah, that yeah, yeah. the one that spoiler alert for Westworld guy, but it's, guys, but it's been a little while, so fuck you. Pisses all over everyone. I, I guys, not really that much of a spoiler I to be honest. Like that's not a big deal. Also, if you think that's a spoiler for Westworld, oh boy. I would if also anyone's like to, gonna wear a tap out shirt. Could be. I would also like to put yeah, him forward as my Westworld character that would have a faux hawk. <laughs> Ooh, hey, that wasn't fucking ass though. So stay in your goddamn lane. We can't ask too much of the audience. Chris. Uh, mine would have to be uh, the malfunctioning uh, host who was drinking the milk and shooting all the people. Wearing oh, yeah. I vaguely shirt. remember that. Yeah. Yep. Just what being, an odd being real weird, drinking milk, coming or, out of bullet holes. Or the mal- like, wearing a tap like, out Where did he get that tap or out the shirt? Or the malfunctioning shirt that... Malfunctioning shirt. He took the one that just had a tap out shirt and you were like, why does he have a tap out shirt? The that's, malfunctioning, not, that's not the like, malfunctioning, correct. The malfunctioning host that a uh, cute little brunette uh, programmer has to crush his head with a rock, he would also wear a tap out shirt probably. Oh, yeah. He would wear a tap out shirt for sure. I... Realistically, a lot of people in the West would have worn a tap-out shirt. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you ever look up like historical viewpoints of the Wild West, you got look, you got your standards. You got your cowboy hats. You got like your ten-gallon hats. Uh, you got your you got your big old knee-high boots. You got some spurs on them boots, you and some, you got some tap-out shirts. Some tap-out shirts. Tap-out shirts. They're all about it, and also, of course, a mambo jumper over that tap-out shirt. Because Ed Hardy everyone shirts were is big mysterious. For a while. No, because people are mysterious. You know, tap out and Mambo, you wouldn't usually see that combo. Well, buddy, you ain't been to the Wild Wild West. There ain't no rules there. You can wear whatever you want. What better way to roll As long as it's tap out and Mambo. What better way to roll into a town with your Mambo jumper and everyone's like, what does Mambo mean? <laughs> and then he's, he's unzips his jumper and it's a tap out shirt and they're like... I'm going to fuck that guy. And then he pulls the shirt off. Maybe with a gun. Maybe Ooh. they mean kill him. I hope he doesn't fight me. If he does, I may have to and he pulls the sh- out. And he, pulls- ah! and he pulls the shirt off and he's wearing an SMP t-shirt. And you're like, what does that stand for? Is it sex, money, and power? <laughs> what year is it? No, isn't it small man's penis? <laughs> I think, I don't know. Sex, sex, money, money, power. Hey, uh, guys, I don't. I feel like we're having a very silly time because we all had a lot of fun with this. Um, so I hope that this is enjoyable for listeners. It's certainly enjoyable for us. Um, yeah. So, guys, please send us in your Game of Thrones character with a faux hawk or your Westworld character wearing a tapped out. Uh, sorry, tapped out tap out shirt. That's a Simpsons game that I, I used to play. And was your, addicted to for many years. I want years. you to send me when you think people wore SMP clothing as a brand name. I'm going to put it out there and say 2002. 2002. Sounds 2002 about right. feels yeah. right. It was pretty anachronistic from what you guys were saying, <laughs> and it was not a reasonable joke for me to make. But I want everybody else to weigh in and tell me if they think. That that 2002 is correct. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull something from the future. They're not. <laughs> They're not gonna do that. Uh, you don't reckon? Okay, guys, guys. I, I guess you're right, skeptical. Right, guys, right, right, no, please, let's, let's be like. All we challenge. want is some is some audience engagement. Like uh, zero faith. And I've said this before. I'm okay with the fact that we are just doing this for us because yeah. I I sometimes enjoy doing it. I'm enjoying it now. Yep. 
Uh, I don't necessarily enjoy watching the movie, but I do enjoy talking to you guys about it. Yeah. Having said that, Morgan says we have a decent number of yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after listening to Adam's uh, pool, we're, 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 it's, not, it's not great. So I, we have a, I, Morgan I, says we have a decent number of listeners. Uh, and, and, and so, look, all we want is a little bit of audience I engagement, actually, I, guys. I, I actually have another audience engagement question. I'm going to ask this question to you guys right now. Are you there? I want you to reply yes or no. <laughs> I have some audience engagement. If you are replying no, you are doing it wrong, <laughs> and you didn't understand the question. I have some If audience. you reply no with a faux hawk, you're halfway there. Yeah, yeah, you're trying. Uh, well, audience, I- audience, I don't want you to think of us as these podcasty boys that are just talking about some shit. I want you to think about us as your friends. Well, Look, friends. I know I know that we're basically celebrities now, and of I course. get that, and I get that it sometimes can it's be... It's intimidating. You don't want to meet your heroes, so like even yeah, yeah. messaging us might be kind of difficult. I, I just want... I just want to participate in, the, in, in, in this and make it a two-way friendship. But this is... No, but this is something... I want to know that I'm not alone... And that it's not you could have fucking just left insane it you could have just left that it I have to fucking do this. Because it's not enough that just you guys have to do it. I want to know that there's more people doing it because it's not And I will say, enough. I did recently uh, mention to the guys in our uh, Facebook group chat. That's right. We've got a Facebook group chat. It's exclusive. Oh, bit of inside info. Bit of inside info. man should have one. We usually just talk about when we're going to record the podcast and what <laughs> the movie good, is this week. Good. Yeah, I got that. Uh, but... Uh, I said, guys, I've had a bit. I've been, th- and I have been thinking about this lately. And bed day. But I think we need to. <laughs> I think we need to pivot a little on this. On which is, this podcast is. Look, it's going to be very clear to you as a listener. It's not a comedy podcast, not really, because uh, we're not really that funny. Fuck you, we're hilarious. No, we we find. I don't ourselves know if you funny. heard our, co- our, our our Henry Winkler rant. Well, I that was genius. Yeah, all right. We found. I think we find ourselves was, funny. No, because shut up, Luke. That was gold that Morgan and I were spinning. Everyone thinks their friends are Henry funny. Henry Winkler. <laughs> Everyone thinks that their friends are funny, but objectively, they're probably not. Uh, so, what I want to tell you, though, but here's the thing. You will find us funny if you think of us as your friends. Because this is not a comedy podcast. This is that be- yeah, this I is think- a friendship podcast. The people who get the most we out want- of it are actually our friends. But what, no, but what we want, what we want from you, the listener, even if you've never met us, think of us as just... As just your silly friends talking about a silly movie. I think what movie. Luke is saying is, imagine your friends, and we want you to take your comedy bar, and we want you to ray to really drop that ceiling to be like you were going to say raise, which is like that's not that's the were, opposite. What if they were not as funny as we expected them to be, and be like they were right on board? Yeah, if you're like, I just want them to maybe have a good time, and so I can feel like I'm having a good time. Well, buddy, you've come to the right place. Because sometimes we have a good time. And if you guys want to imagine that maybe as I record this podcast, I usually just look at Chris, and when I say things, if he laughs, that's usually my way of figuring out if I'm doing my job. And sometimes... If you want to say, maybe imagine that that's the way that I do this. The thing is, though, I I try to get Chris to laugh. Chris is an easy target, though. (laughs) Chris really (laughs) is. I I don't give a fuck about Luke because he's my brother, and you can go fuck yourself. Chris laughs. And I don't find you funny. (laughs) I will always make eye contact with Chris and say something, and he'll laugh. It's like, got him, I'm great. It's like... Got him. It's I'm easy. Great. <laughs> well, I sit next to uh, guys a bit more. I know it's getting pretty inside baseball here, but I sit next to Chris during the podcast, so it's a little bit harder for me to actually look at Chris. But I just assume that he laughs at everything I says, say, everything I say, because I'm hilarious. I just look at my reflection in the TV, and if I laugh, I'm doing a good job. Hey guys, seriously though, I have a question for you. Yeah, I didn't laugh. Is it about the movie? Because we probably get back. No, on well, just okay. Here comes the boom. Yeah, movie was good. Ready or not? Am I ready? That's the question. <sighs> I don't yeah. think I was No, ready. I was I was not ready and I was pleasantly surprised. Exactly. Mm. It, it enveloped the boom. I was not ready for the boom, but it enveloped me and I felt good. Guys, Henry Wrinkler's like rendition Did of the Did you just call him boom. Henry Wrinkler? 
Does it go on, Morgan? You did. <laughs> but yeah, his his rendition of Here Comes the Boom was lovely. It I was want like, a full version I of I mean, that song. I think that any version is probably better than the Christian metal version. I- hey, Morgan, if he uh, if he was getting a lot of a lot of the poon, Henry Pinkler. <laughs> Oh, are we seriously still doing if it? Two in the pinkler, one in the stinkler. If he's, <laughs> if he's maybe not uh, not holding up on the drink a little bit, he's a bit of a Henry drink. Hey, guys, how did you guys... <laughs> the food fight scene was kind of lovely, but if a bit keeps weird, farting, right? It was kind of a Henry stinkler. If you listened was... to this fucking podcast, Oliver, you would have known that I already said that one. Fuck. All right, so, hey, Morgan, just... who is your MVP? Cause I have no, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Before we get to that, okay, I just want to say, as one last thing about this movie... All I really have to say at this point is, and it was my last note that I wrote as the credits began to roll, I thought, you know what? This is a movie about the American dream. Is it? Yes. This is a movie about a man literally fighting for what matters in his life. For doing good by other people and helping them out and keep those kids can keep studying music. I'm going to cry right now. It's the American dream. It's beautiful. That's good stuff, man. I really like to do some work. I really like. Fuck off, Morgan. GoPro angles in the final <laughs> fight. <laughs> I like the bit it where was good because like it was that all of a sudden like you were in the middle and and the executioner was all over over the top oh. of the camera and it's like oh I, f- I, f- I feel him I like that I feel bit, it I like that bit where uh he was trying to break the hold and he picked up the dude oh. and I was like. And the guy's Man, like, that what? guy's strong. I liked at the start when they played Joker and the Thief by Wolf Mother. Oh, yeah, they did play a Wolf well, Mother. Well, he was song. riding on the motorbike. Yeah, he was. Oh, he's a cool motorbike boy with his Wolf Mother soundtrack. I really, really like that. He, he drove across the oval. Hey, oh, he's late to school, but he's the teacher. What? <laughs> yep. I, really, I really liked uh, when it rained. On in that UFC fight, hey guys, and and, hey, uh, and, and mention, his trainer said, "Use the that fact was that you're cool, slippery and they kept now. falling over." Yeah, that we was forgot, funny. We forgot to mention a very important plot point. <gasps> what? Henry Winkler had a baby on the way. Oh yeah, which is mm, crazy because he was old. Little... But he asked us not to tell anyone. That's why I didn't say anything. Oh. And, but then the nah, main Paul Bladder spoiled it. Everybody. Also, like <laughs> he didn't tell his wife about the whole UFC getting, me- and then later on she just knew. I guess. I guess he decided. Hey guys, to tell her. you know what else I liked about this movie? Alan Covert was not in this movie. Because let's be honest here. At this point, he's, he's shit. He's garbage. Oh, he the movies that he is in are not the better for it, I think. Occasion- or the ones that he even produces. I'm yeah, not, I occasionally- he's a fun guy, though. I no, don't I like look, his okay, hair. To be movie, fair, to be fair, this- occasionally he has a delightful cameo. The one in Just Go With that I quite liked. But, like, he was good in little the last Nicky. time he's been in a movie in any... Subst- and he's great in, like, Happy Gilmore, obviously. The last time he was in a movie in any substantial way... With Strange Wilderness, and we've already talked plenty about that. We don't have to bring that up again. But I do feel like Alan Covert would not have helped this movie because, based on the movies that he has written himself, uh, he is big into like fucking shitty fart gags and weed jokes. And it's like yeah. this movie did not need that. But yeah, talking about broad strokes, like the things that are typically in these other movies when they have the stink of Covert and Sandler is like a, th- a bit movie- of a Covert Sandler stink. But this this scene doesn't even have the it doesn't even have that intro where it's the happy Madison and it's the golf ball like it actually like 
floats right on it. Do you guys notice that? Like, no. it, like it had the big. Yeah, it didn't have the terrific. It had. It, it was like production company, this production company, and Happy Madison. It didn't oh. have the traditional Happy. Was it front and center? Yeah, it wasn't front and center. Like this good. is good. Adam Sandler had had his part in this, but he didn't seem to have his. I suspect. All I over suspect it. it may have been the I same in bedtime have... stories because that was Disney in in association with uh, Happy Madison, I and think... I don't think Disney would have allowed them to have that whole thing probably. I think that I don't that the the producerial wand that Adam Sandler waved over this picture was literally he came in for a day, said, Hey, at the end of the fight he should vomit on the guy instead, and then he left. And they really, were well, fuck, really yeah, we didn't go like back that, and do dude. that. Uh I do have one put my pal Henry Winkler in it, which I'm all for. <laughs> um there's one thing I just want to say before we get into like our regular segments. Um, so recently, and, and occasionally, like, I know the, the Facebook page, which is run by Morgan, uh, will post stuff about whoa, 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 Adam Sandler. Fucking who cares, Be- dude? Fucking behind the curtain, Luke. Jesus. So, so, uh, uh, there was a Vox article, the actors and actresses who, appear, uh, who most consistently appear in terrible movies. Now, I think you might know where I'm going with this. Uh, so it's based on, um, basically, like, it's a way that, like, averages their Metacritic score for their appearances. I'm only going to talk about the top four uh, of the the actors who appear in the worst films. At number one, not surprisingly, we've got Robert Schneider. Uh, we don't care for him in general. Uh, we think that he needs to stop trying to play races that he just can't play. Uh, and he's a bit of a shitlord. A little bit. Number two, it's our big boy himself, Adam Sandler. Uh, Blasphemy. Don't have much to say about that because we've covered it extensively at this point. Yes. And we'll continue to do so. I'll return to number three in a moment because he's not one of our regulars, but number four and relevant to this episode is Kevin James. Now, yeah, he's been in some shit. And this movie was not critically well received. No. Um, 38 on my Yeah. Which, I mean, and, and hey, like, it's not a masterpiece of cinema. And again, maybe we are looking at this through rose-colored glasses slash Stockholm Syndrome and viewing it as far better than it is because... Come on, man. I'm sorry. I've got a beard, so the mic in front of my mouth hole. He's got a beard, Morgan. He's not perfect. Perhaps we are viewing this as far better than it is because of the, you know, it's it's compatriot films that we've had to watch. But I thought it was good. That's our top four. Beyond that, um, I don't believe there's any other regulars in uh, in the list. The only other person who beat out Kevin James and is number three on the list is Mr. Ashton Kutcher. Now. Okay. Which I'm, is, I want to stress, the correct pronunciation. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. I do want to say... Okay. There's something I want to say about uh, Mr. Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Uh, because it's a little story... Now, keep in mind that he has just been rated number three on the actors in the worst movies. Okay. I feel like you're patronising me right now, Oliver. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know so, about. when I was in high school... I went to see fucking a hundred years ago. Did you get punked in high school? I went to see the butterfly effect with my friends. That's where he strangles himself in his own womb when he's a baby. Spoiler alert for the butterfly effect. Morgan, I haven't seen the fucking butterfly effect, but thanks. I really liked the the butterfly effect when I was in high school. They cut that ending and replaced it. I really liked the butterfly effect when I was in high school uh, because it was quite an edgy film for a teenage boy. You know, it wasn't that good. Butterfly Effect 2. Wasn't into it. I don't think the first one was that good, but when I was like 13 or 14, I thought it was 
fucking cool as nah, hell. Nah, man, I liked it because he like cool slammed his hands nice. onto the, the there was the there was bikes. yeah, it was a cool it was a cool movie. I was like, butterfly flaps, butterfly flaps its wings, but it changes everything. Yeah, that's that's the point. To, yeah, to fourteen <laughs> butterfly flaps its wings, dinosaurs die out. To the to, a, yeah, to like fourteen fifteen year old Luke, it was fucking cool. But anyway, after the movie. My friends and I were sitting in KFC. Shout out to KFC. I don't eat your food anymore because I don't eat meat. <laughs> I, don't... I had played KFC next, like, yesterday and I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> I saw Jimmy. We were sitting there eating our KFC and I said quite loudly, I think Ashton Kutcher is a great actor. And the reason why that I bring this up. do you remember this? Oh, because I'm, you're about, I'm about to tell you why. There was a lady standing nearby waiting for her KFC <laughs> to be given to her. And she said, he is no. not. And I remember. And she the reason- was Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> the reason this is so crystallized in my memory is because we made eye contact. <laughs> and she was a middle-aged woman so desperately trying not to <laughs> laugh in my face. And doing a pretty shitty job of concealing it. About as shitty as Ashton Kutcher's acting ability, as I now recognize. And I made eye contact with this woman. She tried not to laugh, but was clearly thinking, what a fucking dumb kid. I turned back to my popcorn chicken and my friends, and I went, oh boy, this is something that I'm going to think about at 3am when I'm trying to get to sleep. Did you really think that? Yeah, sometimes. Do you do you ever have those Morgan, moments? Do you really not have those those moments where you're trying to get to sleep and you go, "Let's think about every awkward that's, thing that's ever happened that's in my not life." One of them. No, because it didn't fucking happen to you. It happened to me. No, those those moments are very real. Hey for guys, everybody. let's let's share some of those moments. Let's um, let's let's talk about our social anxiety here, guys. I'm trying to remember. I have those almost like I would have those maybe every week. Um, Wait, new moments or? Oh yeah, no, like those. Oh, moments, you, are, you are a pretty about... awkward person exactly. at the best of times. Maybe less than I used to, but still but, pretty um, awkward. If you want to go back, maybe five years in my life, I would have those maybe every single week. We just had a conversation uh, in the car today, spurred by something that Oliver did that we thought was awkward, but actually wasn't. Uh, talking about that moment, that feeling you get when you realize that you've just sent a text to someone about them that you meant to send to someone yeah. else and that sudden feeling of holy shit my life is over and like your stomach wants to just yeah. escape through your throat that kind of thing then you think about later and go oh god I wish that hadn't happened and I don't know that I'll ever live it down but there is there is there is degrees of that because there's degrees of that where you realize you're like, you're like oh that didn't fucking matter but then there's other ones where you've never gotten that memo and you're like oh shit that yeah. was important and it never was yeah no because no but, but the thing is even though you realize years later that it doesn't matter it still ha- you remember what you felt like at the time and you're like fuck that was the worst are you pissing again seriously oh yeah oh I can't talk. I made uh, my, the driver on the way to a thing we went to today pull over uh, so I could pee in an alley because I had too much of a big drink at the gym. You got off the train once. More than once. Um, but I And I think it's... Yeah, I mean, we have these moments, and I think it's less so the older you get because you realise none of it really matters that it's much. It's not important. Um, and you know what? To bring it back to the movie... It's entirely possible that in several years' time I will look back and go, fuck, I can't believe I loved this movie. Nah, but you know what? I don't think it will because I'm almost 30. My tastes aren't going to change. I'm set in my ways. No. This for- movie was great. Exactly. Like, we are. I was 100% new to Kevin James as a presence. And in- we thought that it would be. We were not looking forward to it. No. But to begin with, Paul Blart Mall Cop 
pretty into it. Zookeeper, not so great. Mm. But yeah, this movie... Pretty, yeah. As a present... I'm, honestly, I'm, a, I'm beginning to think... No, go on, sorry. In the broader filmmaking industry, I was not aware of Kevin James. I'm pretty on board. And I'm beginning to think... I Way don't, more than Adam Sandler. I don't think it's on our list, but that Netflix spy movie, that Ke- assassin movie that Kevin James did, I don't think it's on our list. Memoirs of Internet. Yeah, is that on our list? I don't think it is. No, no, I don't that, think it's produced by Adam Sandler. Look, Do you want to just watch it anyway? Exactly. This was exactly what I was thinking as I was watching this. I was like, I know that we don't have to watch this, but I want to watch this now. Like, I'm on board. It might be terrible, but based on the where I'm at right now... It might not be. I think that yeah, based on and where before this, I thought it definitely would be. I think that based on where this podcast is, I'm going to say it right now. We're doing that fucking movie. Hey, Chris. Hey, Luke. Please tell me some trivia about this film. I hope it's good. Chewie's trivia corner. Oh, Chewie's trivia octagon. I'm going to smash your fucking head in with my knees. That was quite legible and terrifying. Legible. Coherent. Kevin James started physically preparing for this role 14 months before filming. Yeah. And he lost about 80 pounds. That's wow. pretty impressive. And I think he fucking killed it. He got that's shredded like, for I wonder, boy. That's like... Because that's Grown Ups as 2 much is the next movie. I wonder if he's going to... If he keeps it off for uh, Grown Ups 2, which is the next movie, I believe. Did you yes, see it? I did think you, it is. Did you see his fucking legs in this movie? Oh, dude. He had, legs. You know, he had the kind of, he kind of legs a, a fat man who like you know, loses the weight of it like fat man because he'd been carrying around such a huge bulk for so long. Mm. Get some big old legs. Those legs need a big drink. <laughs> Those legs have had a big drink, buddy, because they are big. Oh yeah. All right. Prior to filming, okay, Baz Rutten he played uh, Nico. Yep. The, uh, yep. Yep. The, the cool guy. Prior to filming, Baz Rutten met a man at a party who tried to claim that he knew a unique form of street karate, which had a special routine of fight moves that he that had, quote, saved his life six or seven times from attackers in the past. Oblivious to the fact that Rutten was a professional martial artist, the man then demonstrated his routine, which consisted of a string of obviously choreographed and impractical headbutts, knee strikes, and stamps, Rutten was so amused by this man's obvious lie that he incorporated incorporated the man's uh, alleged routine into Nico's dance class in the film. <laughs> so that uh, that's good. <laughs> that street disco dance fighting, whatever it was called, was actually just some <laughs> some guy who's like, yeah, you use this to actually fight people. Yeah, cool. And that's about all the interesting uh, all the, all the interesting trivia that I could find. Do you? Uh... Do you got some reviews for us? <laughs> Do I? Now, I'm not sure what we're going to go. Given that we all like this movie, I'm curious as to know how you're going to approach this. Oh, Oliver is looking at Chris with I a... I might throw in some curveballs. Waiting for it. He's just, oh, oh boy. Oh, I'm very <laughs> excited. The King of... Uh, this This is by Brandy. Okay. The title... Like the, wait, the singer? The drink? Like the singer? Oh. No, it's, it's by the drink. It's a person, Morgan. They bought it on Blu-ray. Okay. As you do. Title of the of, of this little review, Kevin James brings the boom. I agree. The King of Queens is at it again, and he hit this one out of the park. Selma Hayek also put in a fun performance, as did Henry Winkler. Sure. Kevin's real-life brother off- offered up some of the funnier moments dealing with domestic realities. Every character in this film made me f- that- made me laugh until it hurt. I like Gary Valentine. I don't know that he was actually that funny in this movie. Five stars. He was charming as hell, though. I love Gary Valentine. Oh, yeah. No, Gary Valentine's great. Yeah. 
This film is sure to be a cloud, a crowd pleaser. Yeah, five stars. As it has the Asians, Hispanics, and oh, the white crowd. Wait. Both old and young covered quite well. Wait, what? Do you think that to enjoy a movie... It, like, it's diverse. If, if, like, if, as a white person, I can only enjoy movies with white, that's not a good example. Well, that's why people don't like this podcast. We're all white. <laughs> as contrived yeah, and... That's not pre- a good example, Luke, because that... Is every movie... Yes, and yeah. that is also a thing that maybe some people do actually think. And I haven't seen Moonlight. That is what I like about movies. Really? Just go outside. Shut up, Morgan. Look, are you talking about La La Land? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. As contrived and predictable as many elements of this story are, you'll still find yourself cheering the players on and maybe even feel your eyes watered due to feelings from either the... From is, either end of the emotional water. spectrum. That's crying. That that's, is guys, a crazy, guys, like, robot's description that's of crying. crying. Your eyes water due to feelings. That's crying. I had given up on comedy films in recent years, as most of them are just way too raunchy. Oh, boy. I but, mean... but the PG rating on this film, I applaud all those behind this production. This movie works, and it will make everyone laugh. Five stars. Called it. Yeah, good one. This one is from Organic Tobacco 99. <laughs> okay. What's the title? Wrong product! <laughs> Go on. I feel like it's going to be one star. As you can see in the product title, this is supposed to be the Blu-ray and digital copy. I was just sent the Blu-ray! Do, do not buy this product from this seller. They're liars! You don't get sent a digital copy in the fucking mail. You get a code. You do get a code. To be fair, but that is, is it possible this person doesn't realise that there wasn't? They shouldn't like. They thought there should have been a USB <laughs> stick in there or something. He definitely thought there was a USB stick in there. You may. Like, I could. I could imagine a version of this where you like buy that Blu-ray copy and then they send you the code rather than <laughs> it being inside that version. Maybe. Got any more for us? Oh, I got a couple. This one is by P. Gomez. Okay. Title. Here comes the boom. Original. Boring. I hated it. One star. I fell asleep after 15 minutes. Well, yeah, you didn't see the good parts. I tried to watch it again and I just couldn't do it. I didn't enjoy it at all. It was not what I was expecting. One star. I'm glad this movie wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be shitty and it was great. But I did a deep dive on this guy. Oh, yeah. What did he like? Yep. He loved That's My Boy. What? Makes sense. It was like, it was, he was, (laughs) so he was expecting like a lowest common denominator slapstick bullshit uh, like movie. And, and, and instead he got a real heartfelt, a real heartfelt story about a man just trying to, trying to do what matters. It made his eyes water with feelings. (laughs) And he was not on board for that. (laughs) What was Description was that what it was? Yeah, pretty much. Made your eyes water because with of feelings. feelings because of feelings from both ends of the spectrum. From both ends, like out of the butt as well. That's making his <laughs> the eye of his dick, uh, his brown eyes. I got one more uh, review for us today. This is by Kindle customer. Yep. Okay. Titled cheesy, not in a good way. One star. They must be lactose intolerant. Not exactly sure why this movie did so well in the reviews. I can appreciate good, good cheesy comedy if executed well, but this just kind of stunk. The plot was lame with big holes and unrealistic characters and happenings. The acting mediocre at best. Sorry, but it just wasn't funny no matter how much I tried to like it. Worst $4 of my life. 
Okay, so this person is concerned about unrealistic characters and and big plot holes. You didn't by any chance look at uh, the movies that this person does like, did you? I tried. They didn't like any other movies, but I did find some stuff that they liked. Go on. They bought a hardcover book that they very much enjoy called I Want My Hat Back. And the very next thing they bought... Wait, they bought a hardcover book? What's, hardcover their, what's book? their username again? Kindle customer. This mm. guy's... This this person is dumb as hell. Yeah. That's inconsistent. Because yeah. he's a Kindle customer. And it's cheaper to just buy ebooks. I know that people are going off ebooks because it is hard to... What the fuck are you doing, Oliver? <laughs> Making the weirdest face. Guys, you're ruining the timing of my fun time. Sorry. Okay. But a hardcover book... It was, a, it was a children's book called I Want My Hat Back. And the very next thing they bought, a Make America Great Again Donald Trump hat. I was going to, yeah, oh I was going to say the they hat. buy their hat back. <laughs> and then they gave it a one star review. Fits terrible, has an awkward shape. Don't waste your money. You can also I relate- want to buy a hat back. Must be Not that, good enough. Must be you can also relate that review face. to the uh, actual president. Must be that, must be that, that, uh, that terrible craftsmanship. Uh, wasn't made in the good old US of A. Hey, uh, also... Guys, I, t- I actually just want to say that. That's the first time I've thought of that. What are the chances that any of his Donald Trump Make America ha- uh, Great Again hats were made in the USA? No, none. People no, posted no, them. Right? Made, like, made in Mexico. Made in Mexico. They were all made, right? And the fact they made in Mexico is particularly ironic, and yes. it's been pointed out by many people who are much funnier than we are. Yep. And this has been Choose Reviews. Thanks for, t- thanks for attending, kids. Have a good time on your way out. Hey, Morgan... It's got to be either Henry Winkler or Baz Rutten as, uh, uh, I've forgotten his name already, uh, as, MMVP? as Nico. Uh, one Nico, of those two. It's got to be one now, of those two. I've got, I've got another guess. Do you want to know what my other guess is? My guess for uh, Morgan's MVP is Miguel. Oh, which, I did like Miguel. Miguel was very good. Miguel, Miguel was fantastic. Oof. Miguel. Uh, Two-time citizen. Miguel may be better known as uh, Charlie's landlord. He's, from he's in sunny. heaps of stuff. He's in heaps of stuff. All right, Morgan, hit us with it. Welcome to MVP or MMVP, Morgan's uh, most valuable player. We really haven't nailed that down. So, uh, (laughs) Morgan's most verified part. It's always changing. Um, This week, I'm going to need your help, guys, because I couldn't choose between two. Is it, oh, who is it we got? One of them you didn't Are we on the right so. track? Are we on the right track at all? I My MVPs for this week either goes with Nico yep. or Gary Valentine. I liked Gary Valentine's well, story. Nico, I liked as I'm, just a player in the whole game. I'm going go to go with Nico because my guess yeah. was either Nico or Henry Winkler. I think Nico so. is a... I've got to put it in I've got to put in my vote for Nico just because of the disco dance fighting. His, also, his favorite song is uh, a Journey. Journey song, so yeah. that's very nice. Mm. Uh, I respectfully uh, declined from voting because neither of them were the ones that I said, but that's all right. That's all right. It's not, yeah, okay. okay. So, yeah. Well, make your own segment and pre Oliver, maybe, maybe you hey, just speaking, have, maybe you just speaking, have speaking of, of Oliver's segments that he doesn't plan speaking for. Speaking of Oliver's Luke. segment. Uh... <laughs> hey, guys, that's right. It's time for an episode of <laughs> Slippers on the Sh- Fucking whatever. I don't remember. It's, it, 
It was, no, it's, it's his it, dumbass it, segment it, about it, kids dippers in my on the toboggan. Dippers on the toboggan. It's nippers on the noggin. You I don't get to was, say it. I thought it was dingers guys, on the schlongers. Guys, welcome to my segment. It's called Nippers on the Noggin. We'll throw it to Luke. Luke's <laughs> taking over this week. I've graciously given him a chance to do it this week. Right. Let's see how he goes. There's actually not too much uh, on this one. I'll just run you through it briefly. So we got two for a, a two for sex and nudity, a five for violence and gore. And a four for profanity. There's also a brief notice. Is that a five use. out of five or five out of ten? Out of ten. Ooh. So, uh, sex and nudity. Uh, so I think my favorite one. My favorite. My, my favorite one is. No, I got two that I really like. First one's very long, but I just mentioned briefly um, because it's effectively <laughs> okay. Like it. A man massages another man's back before a fight, and the fighter complains that it is weird and it feels like he's applying sun lotion. (laughs) We see a photo of a presumably nude man posing behind a large musical instrument. His bare shoulders, upper chest, and legs are visible. We see a young man wearing boxing gear. It just goes, it's fighting stuff. Like, they're fighters. Yes. Man asks another man. There's a lot of bare-chested fight scenes in this. I don't think that photograph of Henry Winkler was fighting-related, Luke. Hey, you don't know. Fighting for my heart. A fighter rips off his pants and we see that he is wearing tight shorts. <laughs> a man asks another man, what are the chances of a 48-year-old woman becoming pregnant? And he replies, it depends what she looks like. A man makes a remark about Ravel li- uh, liking to dress up like a lady. A man talks about the lunch lady that's got the hots for me. Violence and gore. For me? Wait, it said me? Rather it's in quotation than marks. Uh, in violence and gore, it's you know, unsurprisingly, uh, men are shown fighting in a cage in several scenes. <laughs> a man is struck in the face. It goes on a bit. You kind of get yep. the idea. A man speeds on a motorcycle. He nearly crashes into an oncoming truck and grumbles at a pedestrian for walking too slowly. Oh, yeah, I remember that happened. <laughs> Uh, a man vomits onto another man's back and face. We see goo and food fragments, and this is shown. Goo? And this is shown many more times on a video. We see a piece of gum stuck on a man's pants. Yes, a piece of gum stuck on a man's pants is apparently violent slash gore. Uh, three men have a food fight after one man shoves a piece of cheesecake in another man's face. We see the men uh, and the room covered in smeared food. Profanity: two scatological terms, one mild. Two analog- I'm not going to fucking go. Oh, uh, exclamations. Shut up. Heck, holy smoke. Substance use. Three men drink a beer in a couple of scenes. A man and woman toast with wine and drink. And a man and woman drink wine with dinner in a couple of scenes. Morgan. I want to guess what the message is. Please. Uh, fight for what you believe in. Very close. Anyone uh, else got any guesses? I think it is um, uh, uh, you have to stand up. For what's right, and if the, you've got to, if you've if you've got to win the dance competition to save the rec center, then you've got to do it right. I'm um, no, I want to guess. When I've got another. The, I, when was the dance fight and when was the rec center mentioned? You keep bringing this up. It's, it's a, he's talking about it's the it's trope. A, it's a, yeah. It's a, I've actually got another. No, Morgan, you just don't fucking get it. Morgan, I, it's a. It's like a. I've got a guess. Mike, this is my guess. Oh, it's for... Jacob's ladder. Hey. <laughs> This is my guess for what, what the movie What if he was dead the whole time and crashed on his motorcycle? And his first fight, first fight, he gets knocked out. The rest of it's in his head. This, this is the message of the film. <laughs> boom! Here comes the boom! <laughs> Ready or not? The message is, remember that thing Luke said about the American dream? It's that. I, I don't believe you. Okay. The actual message is, wonderful things can be accomplished with a little motivation. Go after your dreams. Boom! Here comes the boom! Ready or not? Kick on the boys from the south! 
Hey guys, uh, so that brings us. I We're think actually in the east, Chris. Just about to the I'm from the south. Just about to the end of uh, this week's episode of the Adam Sandbox. Now, Morgan had already mentioned previously. Next week we are doing grown ups. Here comes the grown ups two. Um, ready, ready or not? Uh, now, grown ups one. It's not, it's not as powerful. I don't think we didn't hate grown ups one. It was just kind of bland. It was nothing. Yeah. I'm expecting more of the same from grown ups two. Uh, having said Except that, now he, Paul Blood is shredded. The, I, I think one of the problems that we have with Grown Ups Two is that there is a much better podcast than ours that has uh, fifty-two episodes about. Grown Chris, Ups 2. have you ever watched Grown Ups Two? No. Can you but, assume what you, it's you've about? You've extensively heard people Chris discuss. knows everything about Grown Ups. I know everything about Grown Ups Two because is it uh, there was one of the uh, fundraising things that they did to get to LA to do like the finale of season one. Was They're talking about the podcast, uh, the worst, the worst idea of all time, time. By the way, they, they watched Grown Ups two every week for a year, and the first season, and they went a little bit mad. Um, Understandable. One of the things they did was they wrote the entire script from memory and had their friends uh, play the parts at a, in a kind of a stage performance, and they did that and released a recording, and it was very good. And then they did it again uh, the following uh, two years later, or the following year, with the work juice players from the Thrilling Adventure Hour, and it's fucking fantastic. And I'm frankly just going to listen to that again this week, just because I I'm, I'm really excited about it. and It was fun. I Question, had a good time. Are you going to do it before or after you watch the movie? I don't know. Question scheduling wise. During, 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 during. Ah, were we no, out of like we out to book them for the, uh, for the guests? Are you actually going to watch the movie? Because I would suggest maybe you don't need to. <laughs> I feel like it's time. I think you should. I think you yeah. should because we fucking have to. Were, 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 you, were we able to book them as guests? What, on Guy Montgomery. Uh, yeah, those real comedians. I'm pretty sure I've gone back to New Zealand at this point. I tried real hard, uh, by which I mean I went and saw Guy last year at, at the festival. I saw Tim this year at the festival. Saw them both at one point. Uh, bought a poster off them and said hi. And, well, but, well, so tried. they signed there. There's so the poster just there. We do have a signed poster. I also of, uh, went to that live show. Of it. So, no, 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 no. 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 Short answer, no. Maybe they'll listen, though. <laughs> you know, I've, that, I wrote the fucking theme song to one of their shows, so it gets played every week. They know who I am. They might listen to the podcast. Yeah, cool. It's been mentioned. Your best friends, Guy Montgomery, Tim Bad. Oh, oh Dad, you could yeah. tell Tommy Dassler. Oh, about look, 